Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Aaron Andrews here for Pro Plan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my golden retriever, Howie, and whether we're heading out on an epic hike or simply taking our daily run together, I count on him to keep up with me every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So wherever you and your dog's next adventure takes you, start it off right with the advanced nutrition of Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be a football fan to love our guest on the podcast this week, Julian Edelman. He played his entire career with the New England Patriots. I don't even know how many of your his games you covered, Aaron. But of course, three-time Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP, and a good time. Oh, good time. We don't need to say more. Jules, coming up next. <laughs> don't ever say software again. Ever, Julian Edelman, he's asking what kind of, uh, are we on AOL or are we on Chrome? <laughs> I don't know what the questions are, but we have a lot of them for you. How are you, my friend? I'm great. I'm great. You guys look so tan. You guys look good. Oh, it's a rain I've been light. at the beach, Jules. You guys look like you're getting some color, enjoying this beautiful weather before the storm of the NFL season. Oh my God, this guy. Well, this I guy mean, knows. Is he just getting wiser and wiser? Yes, I did go into the sun. That's all the gray hair. Oh, I thought you were talking about mine. I was going to be like, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> no, Julian no. Edelman. I actually had a very special start today. I had a very special, it was my daughter's first day of <gasps> kindergarten. Oh, Lily. huge. Yeah, Lily is not like when the last time you saw her. She's like a full-grown 18 year old. So how'd it go? Tell us everything. Give us the play by play. Dropping her off. Were you worried about crying? Go. Play by play. First off, horrible parking selection <laughs> for parents. So had to walk like six blocks in a hill. Daughter looked beautiful, looked cute, looked happy. A lot of little kids that were familiar faced because we're in this little area and she got like a little scooter gang. A lot of them went to Fountain Day, same little. Uh, pre-K. So we were we were in a very familiar environment. I felt good. Looked at all the teachers right in their face. I wanted to see who's going to be dealing with my child. <laughs> and uh, it, it was a great day. It was a great day. I I almost got teared up at the end. 
it was, it was pretty, it's pretty gnarly, like a blink of an eye and she's already in kindergarten. Yeah. I remember she was just born. I remember when she was born. Yeah, that's crazy. So you didn't cry, huh? Come on, Jules. I don't know. I had, I, I kept it. I, I got warm. <laughs> <laughs> Where? In my face, facial area. Yeah. But that's crazy because I think about, I remember kindergarten, I was crying. I did not want my mom to leave me. So did she look back at you? She was like, daddy, where are you going? Or was it like, peace, I'm out of here. She was pretty good. I mean, we've been in a routine of going to like pre-K. I don't know if she understands that this is kindergarten yet, like quite yet. We've been talking about it, but she was, she handled it like a champ. She's pretty outgoing and she had like some friends in her class. So she was, she was pretty good with that. But uh, she gave the last hug, and uh, that was it. And then she started her class. You are a so. uh, you're a girl dad, and I love always seeing your videos of Lily. I I can't believe how much she's grown up since you're right. The last time I saw her, what's been the coolest thing? Maybe something that surprised you about being a girl dad? Because I'm sure like all guys, they want the boys, especially the athletes. But what's shocked you the most? Uh what shocked me the most is, you know, she's. She's girly, girly, you know, her mom with her mom. And, you know, she's got that whole girly, girly side. But as of late, you know, I always throw out like, oh, soccer's on. Oh, let's go kick the ball around. And as of late, like, she'll come up to me and she'll ask me like, Dad, you want to go kick the ball? You want to you want to go? Because I'll bring her to the field when I go run and stuff. And like now she's asking me to go to it. And another thing that's really surprising, you know, being a girl dad you know you watch action movies you watch mo- like all these movies and whenever there was like a female we're gonna we're gonna go down a road whenever there was like a female i'm like ah, i don't know if she could do that on like this jump now that i have a little girl i'm sitting there and it, like i visualize like i could be my little girl she could probably do that now Aww. you know like so it gives you a whole different perspective of just everything um i don't know is if that even a- answered your question but and that's what I thought about. Hey, so you sweet. always have had great hair, Jules. Can you do Lily's hair? Like, do you have a specialty ponytail, pigtails? Do you braid? Pony. Capone, Pony. High or low? I go, I go high. Oh, yeah. I go high just in case I throw a hat on. <laughs> so. And I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty decent with it. I can't do, I could do the braid, but I'm not really great with it. <laughs> that's hard. Braids are hard. If I don't have the comb, because I like it to look good. You know, I like. I don't want it. I don't want to be all right when she's with that. She got sloppy ass hair. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, I'm always pretty nitpicky with her hair. I'm like, hey, get over here. We got to do your hair. Let's comb your hair. You know, let's go. Oh, yeah. So sweet. Joanne, you just said you, that she asked to go to the field with you. There's all these rumors out there about you coming back. Are you playing? Are you not playing? Uh, what's the what's the deal? What's the latest? What do you feel like this week? Coming back or not coming back? Uh, this week? You know, I, 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 I'm, my emotions are running high. Just dropped off the kid at school, Ooh. getting used to this beautiful little routine that we got, getting ready for the NFL season. That's I'll be covering on Inside the NFL, which streams on Paramount Plus, of course. <laughs> nice. So I got a whole lot of things going on right now. We got games with names, my podcast. So I, you know, do I have an itch? Of course, it's that time of the year. Does my body feel like you can do it? Uh, I would probably need about three weeks of working out I don't know it's it's tough it's you know I it's still there and I can still do it and I like that feeling yeah I like that feeling that I I still feel like I can do it I don't know right now if I if I want to yet 
So I'm still staying in somewhat kind of good shape, but I'm still on the fence. We'll see. You got to let them. It wouldn't be the beginning of the year. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd have, the situation would have to be right. And you got to watch the season. You know, maybe a, a team needs a receiver here or there down the road. Uh, you never know. I was just going to say the old follow-up question, what would that situation have to entail and who would the phone call have to be from? Whoa. Whoa. Um, <laughs> what is that, a Bart out? What is that behind you? Where are you? So He's this used to be distraction. Jared's game room <laughs> and uh, or Jared's, but like man's cave. And then I took it over. Stooley couldn't have any more uh, rooms in this house. I took them all over. How's Stooley? Stooley's good. Thanks so much for asking. He was actually wondering the same thing. What would it take to get you back? You want me to have him come down here and ask you? <laughs> sure. Uh, Why not? I, know, well, I, we, we gotta, I gotta catch up with Stooley. I know. What would it take? Um, it'd take, obviously, a team that you know has, has the same kind of psyche that I think and of, of the game of football. Uh, you know, with with the opportunity to go out and win, and uh, have a deep run into a playoff, the playoffs. That's honestly what it'd be about: the team that's winning, a team that's gonna win, a team that has a good quarterback, a team that uh, a team that understands what it takes to win, instead of you know going out there and and, and thinking they do. You know, a team that works. Uh, so I don't know. It it doesn't have to be a specific person. Um, but a lot of people, uh, a lot of, a lot of those qualities would have to be in that, that phone call or the person calling. Aaron's holding up the TB12 book. <laughs> I know that he called you though, when he went to Tampa and you gave him a hard pass. How come that was such an easy no at the time? And maybe it's different or is it a Patriot thing or, or what kind of goes into that? And why was it easy for you to say no the first time he called? You'd look good in that Jersey, uh, Jules. I... What is that? Pewter? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Velvet? Yeah, I just, I was still under contract with the Patriots. I, I you know, the, that's the team that ultimately gave my opportunity to go out and chase a dream and actually get a dream that I, my, my dream since I was a little kid. So, um, but then, you know, Tom's like one of my best friends from that organization. And, you know, at that time, I just, you know, I, I was still committed to the New England Patriots. So, mm-hmm. and I, you know, that's my, that's my home. Yeah, I spent 13, 12 years there. That's that's my that's that's where I grew up. So you know, as as an adult, not not a child, but you know, from 22 to 36, I've I've been in Boston, and you know, it's it's a big part of who I am now. So you know, I I wasn't ready to leave. I love that. Okay, I, well, I feel like we've like have we beaten this topic up enough, CT? Because we got to get to his yeah. podcast. Yeah, no, I don't want to put the guy in the spot. You know, I feel like when no, you get no. back, well, Fox will be grilling you. You know, no, and and that's the other thing too is that there is life for you after football, and the game's yeah. always there if you want to go back, which we've seen a lot of different guys do. Gronk was one of them, right? He was jo- he joined us at Fox, and then he was like, "Oh, I want to go back." So either way, <laughs> uh, your allegiance has always been with the Patriots, which is incredible. People that don't know, I mean, you played all twelve seasons, thirteen years in the NFL with the Patriots. You were drafted in the seventh round. What I love is you were drafted as a quarterback. So for you, just sort of, if you were go- to go back and tell yourself the younger self now what you know, not even just about football, but life. You just talked about growing up and and really maturing on and off the field. What would you tell your younger self back then? I would tell myself to enjoy the process a little more. Mm. You know, it, it you blink and and it's been 10 years. 
you know, and, and where I was at, you were, there was such a standard of winning with, with New England and, and playing with Brady and Gronk and all these studs and these really good football players. There's always a certain standard. So you were automatically competing every day with the best players and trying to, you know, keep that standard. And sometimes you didn't get to enjoy it as much. Yes, I had a lot of fun playing the NFL, but, you know, after every year, even when we won a Super Bowl, like then you were working even harder because, you know, you're on you're the target to everyone now. And we were like that my whole entire year. So like each year was harder and harder because this league's smart. These people there, you got a bunch of old, old coaches that sit and watch football all day <laughs> just to scheme and game plan on how to beat a team. And and, you know, to be consistent, at least for me, I had to like keep I had to play the whole make stories in your mind game to motivate yourself, you know, when you, when you're eight, no, and you're, you're playing a defending Super Bowl champion and you're playing a two and six team, you know, and you're, you're in the middle and the meat of the year, you're beat up, you know, you gotta, you gotta create these little stories to keep yourself motivated to go out and, and perform at the absolute highest level you possibly can. So that's what I got coach. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Aaron Andrews here for Pro Plan Sport. Advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my golden retriever, Howie. And whether we're headed out on a hike or simply taking our daily run together, I count on him to keep up with me every step of the way. That's where Pro Plan Sport comes in. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. Jules, I just watched the Derek Jeter docuseries. I'm dying to know if you did. And, and that's something he... Oh, it's really good. That's something he says that um, he wished he had done a little bit more because he was always looking to the next day and what he could do better. 
you wish you had enjoyed it a little more. How do you do that with the grind of the Patriot way? And every day you're expected to be a certain way. And like you just said, you you guys win a Super Bowl and you want to enjoy it, but you know you've got the target on your back. How could you have done that differently? I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I was always taught, my, my pops always taught me, you can't be balanced if you want to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like there's sacrifices mm-hmm. that you have to make, whether that's, you know, your family time sometimes or your friends. If you have a goal and you really are trying to accomplish something with all of your heart, I mean, that that's kind of how I was brought up and, and that's how I was taught. And that's the example I saw from my father who got up at, you know, five every morning, came home at five, then brought me to the field. We go practice and then we do homework after practice. And it was a routine like that uh, every day. Um, so it's honestly a terrible way to live when you when you you almost mm-hmm. have this sense of I'm never satisfied mm-hmm. with with the game because you go out, you win a Super Bowl, you sit there, you think. And then you don't want to do too much because you're already thinking about the next year. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's what do you do? I, I, I think you actually just have to sit back and relax and not do anything and kind of realize that, you know, that's all right. Sometimes when you have that feeling, I always felt like when I would go on vacation, I didn't vacation or anything my whole career, really. I mean, I went to Israel a few times. Came to Montana. Um, Montana. But we were working. There. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but like I would get away and, and I would feel if I wasn't in my domain or my environment with like my body work guy, the, the nutrition, my facility, like I felt weird after a week. Really? Like I would get nervous and I would have like these crazy worries, like the mm. chicken little, the sky is falling. Someone's going to catch up on me. So like, um, you know, it was that's the one thing I wish I, I would have done a little more is enjoy it. And how do you do that? I don't know. I'm still working on that. Well, you have three Super Bowl rings and a Super Bowl MVP trophy to look at as a, uh, you know, a massive reward for all your hard work. Most guys don't even sometimes even get to sniff what you were able to do with your tenure with the Patriots. So you say that, you know, you didn't get time off when you were playing. Now you're retired and you're still working hard. So tell us more about games with names and, and everything that that entails on the podcast and why you wanted to enter this weird space that we're all in now. Yeah, my respect for you two ladies have gone enormously out the roof now that I've been in your your game for a year and just the media world. Like <laughs> you guys are studs to be able to just go out and, and just speak and, and broadcast to 50% of the audience that likes it or knows it and 50% of the audience has no clue. Like all these little skills that you're learning. Uh, it's It's been insane to, to jump in this world. But uh like you said, I'm started, I started a podcast, Games with Names. I partnered up with Sam Morell. It's a sports history podcast, and it got developed through uh, Coast Productions, my production company. We partnered with WinBet, and you know, we were sitting there thinking, like, what could we do a podcast on? And Kyler, our director, in-house director at Coast Productions, he was out at Thanksgiving, and you know, he he was telling this story and he and he goes, yeah, I, was, I met I saw this guy. I didn't know his name, but I knew I played against him in high school football. And he was giving me the perspective of this big game that we played in. And I was giving him my perspective. And that's kind of where it shot off, where we wanted to get the perspective of people who played in the game uh, on both winning and losing sides yeah. about these important games that we've all loved throughout all sports. It's not just football. It's football. We got Paul Pierce with you know, the Celtics game in the wheelchair game. We got 
you know, but a hockey game. We got we got a lot of things going and it's really cool to sit down and talk with the athletes that or or celebrity or someone who's associated with the city and talk their perspective on how this game makes them feel because you know, sport, we all know us three, you know, it's brought a lot of a lot of people together. It's one of the those things that allows mm-hmm. you to kind of leave reality. Let's go just put everything away and, and let's celebrate the histories of these games. I love that. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I just think of history of games. I think of history of games that you played in. Before we get to any kind of Jules memories and maybe how you'll put them into the podcast, you talked about joining the media world. What's kind of been the most challenging thing being on this side? Because let's be honest, you were the one we always, I did a, a couple of sit downs with you, talk to you post game. You're, you're the guy, you're the face. You're so much fun to talk to. So what's been so hard about this little job, Jules? <laughs> well, so it reminded me a lot of like my rookie year. Because I like, like you said, I was drafted. I was a quarterback in college and then I jumped into something completely that I'm not used to or, or anything, which I, you never played receiver. So then, you know, fast forward to last year of my life, when I hit that first day going on the set, lights, camera, action, you're sitting next to Ray <laughs> Lewis, you're sitting next to Mike Lervin, Phil Sims is over there giving you a dirty look and JB's looking <laughs> charming as hell. And, and all of a sudden you got to perform when the lights on you. Like, you know, it's, it was, I was nervous. I've never yeah. done it. I, and I, they don't really prepare you. Like they say they're <laughs> like when you're doing the contract, like they don't really, they just give you a bulletproof points and they say, Hey, come up with your stuff. So, you know, the ability to go out and just perform, on demand. I mean, that, that, that was crazy. You know, it's different. So many games. You got to watch all the games. So like, many games. <laughs> like I'm used to like preparing for one team. Now I got to mm-hmm. watch every game. You got to know all the storylines. This guy did this at halftime. This guy, oh, there was a fight on the sideline. Like there's a lot of other things that I have to uh, be aware of. Yeah. And then that's, yeah, that's honestly, I'm still learning. You know, they, I'm still in the learning seat. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah, I don't think you ever stop and, and I'm, I'm real low on the reps. So, you know, I'm enjoying it. it. My first eight weeks last year of the season, I was like terribly, I did, I was like so nervous every time I got on. And then, you know, after I got a feel of it and, and I kind of learned it a little, um, you know, I got more and more comfortable. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this year on Inside the NFL, which streams on Paramount Plus, of course, and games with names that we're launching tomorrow. You know, I'm excited to keep creating and keep mm-hmm. going out there and using a different part of my brain and using things that I've always enjoyed really doing. I always loved in performing when I was younger, you know, doing the school plays and stuff. So school plays. What were you? What was your, oh, I were love you, this. Were you a, a lead in what? What was your what was your different plays? I was you... never quite the lead. Damn I was it. never quite the lead. But I was always like the three or four that, you know, like where I could put my own spin. Like I was like this camp counselor at this crazy camp uh, when I was in fourth. <laughs> and then bye bye birdie. I was uh, I wasn't birdie. I wanted birdie. I was another person that was like associated with birdie. Oh. I was never the lead. Never the lead. But, I've you know, seen that. Role, I've seen players, the... role players get love too. 
There you sure go. Do. The acting in your commercials, are, that's just you. I mean, you are you are a star and you are the lead. Now, I want to bring it back real quick. You mentioned games with names and, and the backstory of those incredible, you know, historic moments in sports that, uh, you know, we've all seen as fans. You and Aaron, uh, of course, Aaron on the sidelines for that Super Bowl against Atlanta and your incredible drive. What was it? You know, less than three minutes to go. You guys are down by eight. I need the Julian Edelman and the Aaron Andrews perspective. We'll start with you, Jules. As that was all unfolding and sort of what you now can remember stepping back from it, you know, five years later. Five years later. Yikes. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. Um, Lady Gaga halftime, by the way. Great show. See, I don't even know the halftime shows of of the Super Bowls we played in. Been in so many, you know, who can count, right? (laughs) You know, ah, whatever. Um, Yeah. Three minutes to go. When was that? After the... Well, did we have the the sack, the high tower sack fumble, or was that the Trey Flower sack? You know, so like once after we came out of halftime, you know, I was a rah rah guy. It's gonna be a hell of a story. Let's do this, guys, for the <laughs> Gipper. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then like first third down back, we 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 hold them. I have a decent punt return. We go third down. I drop a ball, so I'm sitting there like, damn, that's not going to be really good for <laughs> going forward. We're still down 24. What was it, 24 to 3? Yeah. And so then things just started clicking. You know, everyone kind of settled down. Like, we weren't really out of the game because they were blowing us out. We were out of game because of self-inflicted wounds, a pick six, a turnover in the red area, you know, not doing well on third down, which is something we completely talked about all week in fucking practice. I'm sorry for swearing. We're not allowed to you swear, can swear on this one. You got it. We're good. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, we never know. There's there's courtesies. Um, <laughs> so after Trey gets a sack, Hightower gets a sack, our offense, we're starting to like pick things up. Guys are working. You know, it was just nuts to see it go the way it did. And and my perspective during the game, I I never think we're going to lose. But the first time I watched it on TV, I was like just as stunned as everyone else. Yeah. Like, oh my, how, how are we, how did we do this? Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's weird because we've been in that situation. I know it wasn't, you know, in the Super Bowl, but we've been behind large leads at halftime against Cleveland Browns, 2013. I believe Denver Broncos, we were down 24 zero at halftime against Peyton Manning and came back and won both those games. We had these crazy heroic type comeback wins. So like you knew it was in there. It was just really about settling down and really worrying about what you had to do on each and every play. And it's kind of boring to hear my perspective, but that's really what it was. Like, guys, just like no one really wanted to jinx anything because we, we, we saw things going right. So, like, like you'd look over it. Like, I would look. I always, always really close to Matthew Slater and he would sit over like across from like the special teams area. And I'd always give he'd always like look over at me. I'd look <laughs> over at him and. I'd be like, no, nah, we can't look, can't look, you know, like, it, like, so I don't know. Once we started getting those sacks and then once we scored, got both those two point conversions, which people don't, that, that's crazy to even realize how hard that is. And that we, we were able to do that. Getting a two point conversion is very hard, let alone two. But after we did that, and once we won that toss, we knew we were winning the game. So, you know, it's, it's just, that's why you play the game right there for those types of games. And we actually, we got Amendola for that game. So we're going to get his perspective. Mm. I, I'm more interested in like, what, what is your perspective, Aaron, when you were on the sideline 
Well, first, I hold on. I'm asking the questions here. No, I love that. Wait, first, did you did did you blank out during that catch? Did you at any point like think shit shit where like where is it? What do you remember about that catch? Well, I remember like that whole week in practice. So that's called a shoot route, which you either run a crosser versus one safety high look, or you run a middle read versus two safety high look, which is you bend it. Instead, you know, if it's two safeties, you're going to bend it, sell the go, and keep it to the near upright. And, like, the number one coaching point on that specific route is do not rush it. Be patient with the route because we were getting that cover five look. So you have to make them feel like you're running the out route to create separation. And then you're going to hit it to the post. And I ran a shitty route. Hmm. And anytime the DB on a shoot route looks back at the quarterback before you do, you're like praying like, oh, fuck, we're, fuck. we're about to throw an interception here. And so when he looked back for the ball and tipped it, I didn't see the other two defenders. I just saw that he was in between us, me and the ball, which is never a good look. So I just went <laughs> to go really try to like, hopefully not let this thing get picked. Yeah. And all of a sudden one thing happens. I don't really remember the rest, but I knew I caught it. You know, it was all reactional type stuff. So, and then, you know, I remember trying to get a, 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 a Peter call. It's like Peter, 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 which means you're trying to get the whole team so you can snap it quick. I knew I called it, but I was like, Hey, Tommy, fake the Peter. So they call a timeout to challenge it. Cause then if they do that, then you're going to waste their timeout. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, Peter, Peter. And we did that and, and you know, they, they challenged it and we, we thankfully got it. It was a second and 10. It wasn't that big of a play, but Danny, the next play hits a crosser. I, yeah. I got contributions from everyone on that, the offense. And it was, I mean, that was, it's still crazy. It you know, is. We got so Ricky crazy. out there. We got no Gronk out there to go out and do it. It's a good one. Chris and I are so turned on right yeah, now, like to see, you know, a cross route, a D2 I, I DB. I love a like, two. I'm, mm-hmm. oh, All of this. But my perspective was, was the Julio catch, was Julio's catch before that, the third down catch, right? That was before this. Yeah, because once, so I just remember standing there and, you know, it's halftime and I'm talking to, um, what, who the heck did I talk to? I, whatever, I don't even remember. But it was just like, this can't be it. Like, and then of course, selfishly don't get mad. We're thinking at Fox, the Super Bowl, damn it, everyone's going to be turning off their TVs now because yep, like ratings. they're down. But then I was talking to somebody and they're like, absolutely not because they want to see if these guys can do it. Mm-hmm. So I we're sitting there. Oh, Dan Quinn. Why did I blank out? I'm talking to Dan Quinn at half and you could just still tell he's just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So Julio's catch happened. And I remember looking at my producer and being like, wow. And it was right by where I was standing. And he goes, write that down. That's going to be a big one when you talk to him post game. So I wrote down and I started and all this stuff. And then you guys started coming back. And I've told this many times. I'm just sitting there and I'm looking at Matt Ryan because I wasn't on your sideline. And he just looks like he's going to puke. And like, he's just holding himself like this. And he just looks like he's going to barf. And then Jules, you make that catch. And I, I, I just remember from the sidelines, we're all dying to see, you know, did he make it? Did he make it? But when you go back and watch the TV copy, I think it's Troy Aikman at his best because he literally just loses it. And he goes, oh my God, 
what a catch. And it was just like a cool moment for such a polished announcer. Forget about you and how great you were. It's all about us, of course. Um, but yeah, it was yeah, just, it is, it, and then when you guys go into overtime, it's just like, this has never happened before in a Super Bowl. Holy crap. To hear our boss's perspective in trying to sell Super Bowl ads in, ha- in overtime is unbelievable and what they were going for. And it was like, can you guys really do this? James White, you, it was just, I have goosebumps. I shaved my legs and now the hair is back. So it's very exciting. <laughs> it's, uh, you guys sold commercial rights after the game to the, the, like the other companies or what? No, when you guys were going into overtime, the, the rate of the price mm-hmm. of commercials to be played in overtime during that game just shot through the roof. And our boss tells the story about being on the phone with the sales team and being like, this is what this is going for. Because New England Patriots, Super Bowl, you guys are in overtime after being down by how much? Like, this shit is going to be expensive. She expensive. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's going to be cheap. Yeah, you know? that's... And then the jersey was stolen, right? Is that the, that another storyline yeah. in that one too? That was dramatic. I mean, they find the jersey in Mexico. <laughs> so but random. They don't know who shot Tupac. Yeah, or Biggie. I mean, what are, let's get, let's not forget Biggie involved I mean, what, in this one. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? What are we doing? Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win and it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Carissa Thompson here for Pro Plan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my dogs, Willis and Daisy. So whether we're on one of our daily runs together or exploring down at my ranch, I count on them to keep up with me. That's where Pro Plan Sport comes in. ProPlan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dogs need to keep pushing you every step of the way. ProPlan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. 
Well, we know what you're doing inside the NFL and games with names. Uh, You have so much going on. We appreciate you taking the time to do this. And of course, we got to get you a VIP parking pass at the elementary school. We can't be having the MVP walking. Oh, there's so many cool people here in L.A., though. Like, (laughs) it's so weird. Like, when you go to, like, these little schools and you, like, you get, like, oh, there's the TV producer's family. There's, like, (laughs) oh, an actor. Like, oh, you're not cool? You'll make the cool roster? I'm a has-been. no. Give me a break. I just want to know if you're going to have Coach Belichick on the podcast. (sighs) It'd be a beauty of a thing. I know. I need to get him on. I'm trying. I just got a text message from, I just got uh, yesterday or two days ago. Does he need you? Nah, he just, he texts me. He goes, uh, I'm going to go to the Raiders joint practice. And, and, you know, he goes, hey, man, just, it was, it's honestly weird that he texts me. But he's like, oh, here you come with the Patriots or the, the Raiders practice. Excited to see you. Da, da, da. I, go, I go, oh, it's going to be exciting to see you too again, coach. Yeah, yeah. Plus, number of the, what's his name? The kid doesn't look good in 11. He's too skinny for it. Oh, no. And he goes, well, <laughs> he goes, 81 was taken. I wish he was an 81 too, but he's the closest thing to Moss we ever Aww. had. Like, oh, that's so sweet. Well, I've been impersonating this guy so much lately. Like everyone wants to hear some bullshit story about it. And so, like, every time I get a call or a text from him, I'm, like, sitting there, like, he's going to, like, oh, I'm sweating, literally. Like, he's going to yell at me or something, but it's all out of fun. He understands that, I think, and, you know, he knows I love him. Jules, how was your person? Oh, go ahead, CT. No, I was just going to say, was he surprised that you went into media? I mean, he shouldn't have been when you first decided to. Nah, because I was always, I mean, I was a smart ass. Once, like, after year seven or six, I was, like... I'd walk by like coach in the hallway and I'd be like, Hey coach. <laughs> like he's like not even looking at it, like in that tone and stuff. Like, and he'd be like, Edelman. Like I'd always like try to like, <laughs> like f- fuck with him or, you know, ask him questions. I don't know. Like, I don't think, I don't think he was surprised. I don't, maybe that guy surprises me on how he thinks he's that like Jedi mind tricks. So maybe he does, does he not? But I don't think anyone really knows what's going on there, but him. How are you surprised by him? What what does he do? I, I understand the mind tricks, but just give us a little inside peek at that. What does he do? Well, he just never gives his cards up. Yeah. You that's know? Awesome. So that's you know, like you never really know what he's thinking. And I, I swear he's he'll say stuff to you just to kind of my nephew. And like it leaves you like, uh what? And j- he'll just walk away. You're like, does he is he mad? Is he happy? I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you two things real quick. You and you and Aaron are close to Tom, but not everyone ha- has that luxury. So Gronk told me one time in an interview, I was like, he was giving me because it was before your guys' a- one of your many AFC championship games, this one against the Colts. And he was giving me the whole like Belichick and answer, like playing it safe, whatever. And I was like, dude, this is a terrible fucking interview. Like, you gotta give me something. <laughs> and so he's like, Okay, you want something? He's like, Brady doesn't shower after practice and I like spooning and like weird shit, you know, just like t- classic Gronk stuff. So I need a Tom thing that a lot of people that he wouldn't care that you said that people might be surprised about. He gave him the sho- he he, did, he was a guy that shower pilled a lot. He get he, he you sh- what do you called it? What did you just call it? You, you called the shower pill. What is that? If you don't take a shower after practice <laughs> or after work, you take you're taking a shower pill. Oh shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, Gronk gave him that's up. That's what people used to call. It. Yeah, that's He either shower pilled or he'd ha- he would steal two heads and he have two heads of the showers on him. <laughs> a shower like, hog. Yeah, shower hog. Um one thing that people don't, you know, he he loves chicken wings. Oh. Like 
the night before games, we like regardless of where you're at, you stay in a hotel, so you have the same kind of food always. And so that's a how you you judge the hotel by the red sauce or like the wings and stuff. You know, you go to the hotels, this that. But every night, night before game, after the QB meeting, you would always see little Brady sneaking <laughs> over to the wing thing, looking around, taking a bite of a wing taking a couple for the road. Like, he loves chicken wings. Mm. I don't know what chapter the chicken wings are in in I, this book. I'm looking by the strawberry chapter. Huh. I, you know what? Limit dairy. So no ranch anyway. sauce. Uh, Jules, Jules, quickly, give me a grade on your former team. Uh, I know there's a lot of Patriots fans that will be listening to this. I just want to quick put your uh, analyst hat on. And give me your media response and inside look at, at what your former team is going to do this year. I think it's going to be a learning experience for this team. I mean, we don't know what they're going to be. You know, they're losing an offensive coordinator that's been very, very involved with how things have gone in that system for a long time. And and he's come from the whole Charlie Weiss and Josh McDaniels, who's going to be in Oakland now. Uh, who's calling plays? I don't know. Nobody knows. That's kind of alarming. Uh, I mean, why are know, they, they doing that? Why are they doing that? You never know. There could be a bunch of different variables where they could have had someone lined up if Josh was going to leave and that person took someone. Up. There's so many things that could have happened that we mm. don't know. And I, I guarantee even like I'll talk with guys. They don't tell shit to me now that I'm in the media. They all let they all know that, you know, especially with me gunning out uh, impressions of bills. So like, <laughs> yeah, but um. You know, I, I think it's going to be a learning experience. Their defense, you know, I hope they're they're going to be able to stop the run. I mean, they were they were a little light in the box last year. Their linebackers weren't playing at a high level. We'll see if the newcomers that they signed this year will do well. Uh, but it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting year. That's a tough mm -hmm. division. You're playing a Bills team that's ready, that's hungry, that's close to making Super Bowl, you know, runs potentially. You're playing a, you know, a, a very electric, weaponized Miami team. And, uh, you know, there's still the Jets, so they'll get those couple wins. But, um, you know, we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a learning year. I really do. I don't think I don't think you can go out and say what they're going to be uh, because we don't know, even as an analyst. Did I just say nothing with saying nothing? But you're good at that. And you have been for the 12 years that you played with the Patriots. I love you so much, but that shit was what? so hard to deal with. It was like, guys, come on, give me something. Just day by day. Take it day by day. Patriots ball. I'm telling you We're right now, out. like, I'm a little worried. Okay, but I need to, wait, do you have to do it? Wait, Jules, you have to do it in a, you just said you do a Belichick impression. So I'm going to ask you the question and you answer it in Belichick's voice. Here you go. Uh, Coach Belichick, how are you guys going to do this year? fucking the third week of the preseason. I mean, we're just worried about the people we have in this building. I can't tell you what's going to happen in two weeks. I'm worried about tomorrow. That's plain and simple. That was so good. And I'm sweating from my <laughs> armpits profusely. <laughs> PTSD. Look. <laughs> that's so that's good. What, that's, that's his thing. He always says, look, look. Look. Like, I can't. I can't. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't have a, ma a magic ball. I don't have a an eight ball or a he always he, that's like his joke is if he brings in something like I don't have a you know a magic cloak or anything. <laughs>
cloak. Jewel, you got a hell of a setup, though, there. Uh, you don't miss those New England winners. I know that when you're looking poolside like you're looking at right now oh, in yeah. California. I do. Well, come I do. on. I love Boston, man. And I, w- I was there, like, the winter is not bad if you're there until, like, February, you know? And then you get, then I would always come out here, you know? And then you get those seasons. Those seasons are nice. I mean, it's it's this every day out here. You can't, you don't love that. It's 75 and sunny, 80 and sunny every day. I mean, it's not great. I want to see some foliage in October. <laughs> foliage. While I drive, Let's play a drinking game to, called uh, Foliage. Jules, do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that Cowboys game at in Foxborough where it was like literally just thirty six degrees, but it felt like the twenties, and it was pouring the whole time, and you guys blew the Cowboys out. It was god awful that game. I was like, I hate it here. <laughs> That's the worst is when it's oh. still raining, but yes. it's like flirting with that like it wants to uh. snow because then you're wet and it's cold and it's windy. Yeah, Foxborough's got some gnarly gnarly weather gnarly hey i'm gonna do a tom for you before we let you go this is tb whenever he gets on our conference calls hey guys how we doing tom here how we doing <laughs> hey babe how we doing hey guys hey babe how oh we doing? He, he throws out how the we babe doing? a lot oh, oh he's, he's a, a babe, babe guy. oh hey babe. hey babe hey babe i didn't know hey, Jules. he I died to tell baver. you this. He's a baver. So in Montana, not this summer, last summer, I went, my, my dad was in town. I brought him down to watch TV throw and my husband attempt to um, catch passes. And so we're sitting on the picnic tables and he's throwing. And then TB was like, hey, babe, I need you out here. I need you out here. I had to run the balls back and lay them out for him. I was hungover. I sobered up really fast because I didn't want to piss him off. And then, you know, like I get the the duffel bag and I'm running, running back. And I'm like, what do I do? And Jared's like, lay him out. And I'm like laying him out, trying to so perfectly. And he's like, thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. And I was like, best day ever. And I was like doing leaps when I was so fucking scared I was going to mess up. <laughs> I mean, he's a really, I mean, he's such a nice guy though. Mm-hmm. Like deep down inside. Like, it's pretty gnarly. He's a sweet person. Very and sweet. And I'm, I'm I, I honestly, I'm a little mad right now that I didn't get the invite. So I'm actually pissed at well, him now. Yeah, you should be. But you're invited to come see us. I'm, I'm sure he'd always be on the receiving end of that phone call, uh, the one that you turned him down the last time. But you know what? You are very busy right now inside the NFL games with names. Julian Edelman, an incredible career. If it is over or if you continue to play three Super Bowl championships and a Super Bowl MVP and a girl dad who, yeah. can, by the way, this is a sign of great parenting that she left and went to kindergarten and didn't cry. So that is kudos to you for raising a strong, independent woman. We appreciate you being here and good luck with everything always good to see you love you jules i love you guys hey thanks for having me and uh yeah she did give a little tight squeeze on the hug but she was she was good that's awesome she's good Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.